<laughs> we'll move on there. We'll move on. All right, we'll go to AEW. Um, all right, so I gotta say we we didn't record right after that. I, I right after I went to a, a live event, and I I felt this last time. I've been to multiple live events of both AEW and WWE. Their crowds are so much more fun and so much more into. Other than like the big events like Royal Rumble, obviously everybody's gonna be super yeah. into it. So th- this last weekend was not a good um, test sample. But the shows leading up to that, all of the age, the WWE crowds have been dead or like barely kind of half-heartedly into it. Every single AEW crowd, and I don't know, I don't think that they did this on purpose, but depriving the West Coast of it and then coming to Denver and then coming to LA and like going up the, the West Coast that way. I don't know if that's what made all these crowds good, but AEW has not had a bad crowd in a long time, and I can't wait for you to see them in a couple of weeks when we go together. Yeah, that's going to be sick. Uh, Yeah, so we could just kind of get into stuff that we want to touch on here. As I talked about before, we'll, we could start, I guess, at the most recent stuff and then just kind of work our way back. Um, Hangman and this Moxley. Like, we haven't talked about it because we haven't been recording, but... That match that they had, I think a week ago or two weeks ago now, I was all in on watching that match, and I have I couldn't tell you why. I don't care about both of these people. I did care about Hangman going in because he was starting to show a little more of that badassery that I that that like fits his character, I think more. But then in like the awkwardness that they're trying to play into since then in those interviews with Renee, I'm kind of backing off and I'm not fully fully bought in on him yet. But that rivalry for some reason, I think it's the generational thing. Like, the way that they're trying to pit each other against each other, like, personalities, and both of you are a representative of your generation, is what has me into this storyline a lot. And I, I'm really actually looking forward to, to Wednesday. <clears throat> I have no idea what the hell's going on with the planet now. Uh, <laughs> so, I... This match was okay. Like, I, I, I actually didn't care for it. And I like Moxley. Like... Yeah. I'm totally a Moxley Mark. Like, I'm hoping that where the hell I'm sitting, he runs down and comes that way into the ring if he's going to be here. Um, but god damn it. I, I have to be careful because I do talk too much shit about him. <laughs> I, like, the interviews is what's completely like throwing me off because I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up and go talk to them already. And by them, I mean the young bucks. Yeah, yeah. I need to go apologize to so and so. Blah blah blah. I was like, need mending, like, yeah. I was like, motherfucker, we could have thrown up a whole new wall in the time that you were talking about this shit. Like, just go talk to them. They're hey, they're the doing way, great. Throw up a fence over here. Yeah, like, oh Jesus. <laughs> like, just get it fucking done. I don't need to hear about it. We all know this shit's been going on in the background. Like, just do it and get the fuck off TV. yeah like i think if now that i'm kind of buying into him a little more uh if he does get back with the the young bucks i I might it's it's either gonna be this i'm gonna be more into it than i was before and like him a lot more than i do or i'm gonna hate the young bucks (laughs) and they're gonna separate Uh from kenny and i'm just really gonna dislike them but we'll see where it goes um and it's and it's like so difficult uh, because like i see clips of like uh, a bullet club and you see him there and you see Adam Cole and you see like all like all the OGs and stuff together and I was like man 
seeing them all together, man, how are you not horrified of these people? <laughs> but then uh, they're not like that here. And you have him running off with Dark Order and all this and pulling his bullshit. And, and I was like, I was like, man, you, you're nothing. I was like, yeah. like get the fuck out. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the swerve is they're leading they're leaning into this reunion that everybody wants to see of Hangman and the Bucks and I think who could use his numbers more now that Preston is gone is Dark Order and I think that's the fence he's going to mend before ever going to the Young Bucks. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um There's a big topic I kind of want to get to so before we do that I guess uh, a couple other things that I want to talk about for sure is the ladder match in LA was one of the top three ladder matches I've ever seen in my life. Like, not even just trios matches, just ladder matches I've ever seen in my life. And we did finally, I mean, I'm never going to shut up about my conspiracy theory now that we don't have any Latino champions and Tony Khan took our last one away. But. <laughs> Uh, that was such a good match. That one winged angel off the ladder. There was so many spots in there that I was just like, "Oh fucking god, these guys are destroying each other." Exactly. Oh man, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Nope, that's it. He's dead." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous that your brother got to see that live, and like that was the one thing that I um that I that could have made my experience better when we went to go see them here is because it was the the falls count anywhere and i didn't even think about it until we were in the building i was like damn falls count anywhere they're probably not gonna start are they and sure enough they actually started in the back they didn't we didn't even get the intro for the elite so hopefully they show up when we're in phoenix because i really want to see that intro live yeah that'd be great oh man that match was fantastic i was like how the hell i was like yeah you can understand like why they weren't wrestling like the next week and everything uh, after it too. That spot where Nick did I think it was a Centon that he tried to do and hit like just the bottom of his ass on the ladder. Not Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick. No, it was Nick. It wasn't Matt. Like, I don't know how these guys it was and then I think Matt went into the Centon through a table after that. The one that Kenny yeah. did straight over the uh ropes where he just went through a table, like yeah, dude, this match is insane. I'm gonna keep coming back to it. It's wild that that match, like that match, is living in my memory as much as it is right now. Considering we already saw Kenny and Will in the match of the year in the first week of it, of the year. Oh man, I, I know we're getting spoiled with the wrestling and stuff all around, but we truly, are. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, we got um, Bandito and Daniel Bryanson like on, on, on weekly shit. We are we are spoiled for choice for sure. Yeah, freaking Brian Danielson freaking going through everything just to get to MJF, which is which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know you do story. not like. I know you do not like the person that's coming, but I'm actually kind of excited to see him here. Who? Uh, Timothy Thatcher versus oh, Brian yeah. Danielson. Yeah. I mean, it's a heel Please. move for MJF to make me sit through through a Timothy <laughs> Thatcher match, dude. Like that, that dude. Is it gonna be fight pit? Like, is it just gonna be? A, uh, yeah, I definitely won't be watching that segment, which sucks because I love <laughs> Daniel Bryan. But that's cool that I'm just thinking about it now. All the different like 
people that he's been facing because I saw him face Ricky Starks and then the Kanosuke match was awesome and the way that he's being brought more into that storyline and they're making him a factor in this company is cool. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck was BCC when Daniel Bryan was getting his ass beat? Like you're in a faction for a reason, useless fucking guys. Well, um, well technically he's on the outs with them, right? Whatever. Because of everything that went down. Whatever, they're useless. And then he fought <laughs> Bandito. Um, yeah, it's just a bunch of cool different like styles that he's living up to, and it it just shows he's the best in the world for a reason. Yeah, and oh man, I, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to hype myself too much, so I'm just gonna shut up now. Uh, <laughs> but guess who's back, baby? Yeah, <laughs> that, my heart was sinking. That entire <laughs> promo, and then he just kicked it right through my chest and was like. I'm still here, and I was so happy. I I want. Here's the thing: is like it was a very facey promo. I want him to use that goodwill and kick us all in the balls with it. <laughs> like I want him to to like, yeah, I'm getting back with the Bucks, or I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and then nope, I'm still the same old Adam Cole, the rat Hell bastard yeah. that everybody knows. I that's really what I want, what I need. And then you see that chicken shit heel. Right. I'm just happy he's back because, yeah. man, he's been gone too long. Yeah, totally. They're, it's just the same thing when Kenny was out. Like, get Kenny on my TV, get Adam Cole on my TV. I know he was injured, but whatever. Get him back as fast as we can. Um, I think Top Flight might quickly be becoming one of my, if not my favorite tag team. Ooh, them against freaking... Um, Oh, why can't I think of their name right now? Young Bucks? No. Uh, Dark Order? No, they're the current champs. What the hell's wrong with Acclaimed. me? Yeah, the Acclaimed. Them and the Acclaimed will put on a solid banger for the belts. Yeah. But like, just the way, the creativity that they have and the moves that they've come up with. I wasn't that big on his brother because he, on da- uh, Dante Martin's brother, I don't remember the other guy in, his, in the group right now. Um, at least I don't know his name yet because he was always getting hurt and I was never really that big on him, but I always really liked him. And now that like they've put putting on these three or four matches that they have in the last couple of weeks, I'm super excited to watch them. They, they remind me of all like my top high flying tag teams that I really like. And again, like their creativity, I think sets them apart. A lot of the stuff that they're doing springboard across the ropes yeah. like that is just wild. And their time is definitely going to come for them. Yeah, because it was always so sad because they like would put on a like a really good match, and then his brother got injured, or then it was or it was him, and I was like, man, that has to just be like heartbreaking because it's always keeps stalling your progression. Right. But now hopefully they still stay healthy enough to like go a whole year without anything happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So other two things that I wanted to talk about was TNT title being taken by Darby. And well deserved, well deserved. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Hopefully, that right will be wronged this week on the broadcast. Um, yeah, I'm not a big, big Darby fan, huge Samoa Joe fan, obviously. So, that's where my allegiances lie. But we'll see where that goes. You got a prediction for that match? Uh, I believe Darby retains and Samoa Joe gets beat up by uh, Leith, uh, Jay Lethal. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, or not nice, but it'd be interesting. 
Um, Wardlow's out with an injury apparently, which sucks. We won't see him for a while. Really? Yeah. So I thought he was like on vacation or something. I read somewhere that he was out with an injury. Maybe it's both. A little bit of both. Most of the injury and vacation. I um, I'm glad that I got to see both of them though, when they were here. It was such a cool match, and yeah. The other thing that's happening on Wednesday is Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill and Red Velvet. Jade's fiftieth win is on the line with the title on the line. Do you think they're gonna change the belt? No. Yeah. And also, it's not her fiftieth. There, it it's is. like her four. It's her like forty six. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. they're counting it as they're fifty. Counting yeah, counting tag teams. Get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> it's win's a win. Yeah, I get that. And Toretto taught us well. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, a win's a win. But it's still a race among other people. Yeah. It's not a tag team race. Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then the other thing that I just wanted to... I mean, we can get as deep as you want to on this, but I think that AEW is finally taking their women seriously and if we had recorded a week ago i might have more evidence because the royal rumble hadn't happened yet but i would i think up until saturday if you go back until aew's last pay-per-view i forget the names of them um their oh, it women, was full gear yeah full gear their women have been booked better than uh, wwe's been and like the fact that like these these divisions for me are competing, and when you consider the talent disparity, that is a testament to how much more division there or how much more attention they're giving this division. Wait, what? Is this seriously? I was waiting for like a laugh at the end of this. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, we didn't get quite into. The bloodbath I thought it was going to be on this on Basics Guide, and if you want more discussion about this too, like me and Liz talked about it then, um, but I thought that I was going to tell her, yeah, I think they've been booked better, and she was going to say, no, you're an idiot. Like, what the hell have you been smoking? The same kind of what you just did. But uh, no, I got to say, like, think about going back. Um, Britt is in a better spot than she was after the pay-per-view. Jamie Hayter is in a better spot than she was after the pay-per-view. Sheeta is now being used, and she's in this storyline. Uh, Tony Storm is now back and in this storyline, and like the Willow is here, and they're all being featured at least a little bit and sprinkled in. Where like, what was Rhea doing since I don't know when was Full Gear November? Yeah, what was Rhea doing since November? Body slamming Luke Gallows and fighting Akira Tozawa like that doesn't do anything for anybody other than like cool laughs and, and i i enjoyed those spots like don't get me wrong i don't not hating on them at all but didn't do anything for her oscar she was oscar she was, she got was trying to save and left um becky and bailey got into a program that has completely fallen on its face even though everybody wanted it to be good and still wants it to be good but they just for whatever reason have not been getting any momentum in it at all damage control got the shit beat out of them for two months for it no reason at all Tegan Knox came out with no with nothing to show for it. The SmackDown women's division is just a joke, really. Um and like I that's why I think that the AEW women's division has actually been doing a lot more for the talent that it has than WWE has for the talent that it has in those last few months. Uh, okay. Uh, 
okay, this argument's gonna be your fault because you're the one that got me into this again. <laughs> so you're okay. You're you're taking the grand picture of the entire WWE women's division and focusing on the past few months that haven't been the greatest. But also, I'm, this I'm not, is... I'm not saying that, that it's better at all. I'm saying, in a vacuum, November to now, it has been booked better. And it has been given proper attention with long-term storytelling dropped here and there. And, like, it's leading to somewhere where they haven't... And maybe it's just the fact that AEW has never done this with their women before. It's been like, here, we'll tell this two-month story, and in between, we'll wrestle one month, we'll wrestle one week, and then we'll forget about you for seven weeks, and then you'll wrestle the next week. And you guys have a long-term rivalry. That's what it was before. That's not what this seems to be. And WWE seemed to regress to a little to that. Where, like, yeah, we had Bianca and Alexa going, and they had a rivalry, and it didn't really do much for either of them at this point. Okay, I'm going to break this down in food. <laughs> so, WWE is the Jumbo Jack. If anybody knows Jack in a Box, congratulations. You can enjoy a delicious meal tonight. The Sometimes, depending on where you go, it, it might be a little off, whatever. And that's what I believe is what you're witnessing right now. What I think you're experiencing with AEW is like when Wendy's puts out like a breakfast menu that's amazing, but it's only around for two weeks and it's ninety nine cents. I completely like you refute can't... that premise because Wendy's does not make good food. You're gonna have to use another restaurant. I can't. I can't suspend disbelief enough. I can suspend disbelief enough to believe that Liv Morgan might win a match occasionally, but that Wendy's has good food that isn't just garbage pressed into food shape. Sorry, I, you lost me there. <laughs> I'm sticking with that for now, but I can't. <laughs> and I believe that's what you're saying, because I, I do not see what you see in AEW. One, I still see absolute confusion in the women's division. Yes, they're using more women, not giving them more time. I have no idea where any of these women are positioned, because they they haven't established a storyline for them in the first well, place. I didn't say the only consistent storyline that they have is that Britt Baker has to be the center of the attention at any moment. And it doesn't matter what it's for. All she has to do is have her music hit and it's her and everything fucking stops and ruins a match. Why? Cause she cannot stay the fuck away and let another storyline without her develop. Like I, I'm pissed. I love Jamie Hayter as the champ right now, but she hasn't been the champ. She hasn't fought anybody individually. She's either still lumped with Brit or they're doing tag team. If you're the champ, no fucking tag teams. You're not WWE where you can do this and you have an established roster. You are the women's champion, and we've seen it what happened with Thunder Rosa. You did the same shit. You degraded her championship run. And I feel that's what's going to happen with Jamie Hayter. And worse because she's next with Britt. The only bright side that I see in anything that's going on, which is fucking sad, is what's her name that I can't remember her name right now. That got betrayed recently. Uh, oh, well, yes, Willow. Why the hell am I having trouble with names? Willow's like the bright side about this. She is what I what old school Bailey was. And I like that. And she's right. not going to take shit from people. 
and that's great you're establishing this character but she's the only one that's established i have no idea what the fuck's going on with anybody else i'm actually tired of ruby like i was so excited for her to do well here i don't know what the fuck she is she's a heel a good person whatever um i haven't been impressed i'm still hoping up Soraya, which was supposed to be the saving grace i'm I'm disappointed in that as well. I feel bad for the rest of the women's division. Like, there's no Rico. I feel bad for freaking um the Native Beast. Because she's not out there either. Like, there's no stories. There's matches. But matches that, if you see the crowd, which is very disappointing, will use that as breaks. There and are that and that and so uh, Jamie did fight Sheeta and she fought Emmy this last week and she does need to be given more matches for sure. Um, they are not giving them more time. So I don't know if I said that and if I did say that, I w- I'll take that back and I'll I'll say that's wrong. They are using their time more importantly. Because you did have that turn where Soraya and Tony are doing that. And the what they're doing right now, and this is what I believe and a lot of other people are trying to connect these dots too, and this is where, like, is this a fool's errand and is this really me giving AEW? This is kind of where, like, I, I also feel like I'm taking crazy pills in buying into this division and I almost don't want to because we've been so burned by it before where, like, yeah, they're giving it a little bit of things, but no, actually there weren't anything and Tony didn't con- Tony Khan didn't get, give a shit about that at all. But what I see laying out here, now that they have all these people in place, Soraya being the fulcrum for it, is what, and like you can see them dropping hints in, in some of the, the shorter segments that they're doing and using their time wisely in using stuff like homegrown and people from, and like outsiders. And so what it's going to be is it's going to come down to something like Blood and Guts, where it's um, Athena and Tony Storm. And who else came from outside? Soraya and Ruby. Well, that's the thing is like, who's what side is Ruby gonna make is gonna take? And that's where like I don't know. Did you see Rampage this last week? No, I still gotta catch up on that. All right, me me too. But I did see the segment with Britt and Ruby, and this is where they really drove it home. Where Britt sees her, and for the first time, it's probably the first time on TV, other than Jamie puts somebody over where she comes in and says as much as i hate to admit it you're an important part of this aw women's division which she is and so the the storyline of ruby having to make this choice between the two of them is really gonna i think if they give it at least the time that they've been giving to the women's division if they give that time to this storyline ruby can make it work if she's the person that we think she is if she's the person that we want to see the way that she has been and so we'll have to see how it goes from here but like there's so many cool things that they could do with it ruby can join them and then yeah we get the feel-good story of the faces beating the shit out of their heels at blood and guts or ruby can turn on them and the fact that like you really want to root for ruby you personally AEW fans really want to root for ruby and she could come out and middle finger right to all you guys right in the face you don't get to root for me because you haven't had my back this whole time and then she gets to turn heel and then people care about her and she gets bad heat 
Jamie or Dr. Britt Baker, like the AEW crowds who want to root for her, will be able to root for her because she'll be a face at this point. And like, yeah, I know it goes back to J to Britt Baker being on top, but she's not bad, and she's really good in this division. Jamie Hader is still champion at that point. She'll still be putting on bangers with people, and we can go from there. But it seems like they're giving them time, is what I'm saying, and like. There is more meat for them to eat right here with the storyline, and it's not a lot of people. It's not the people that they should. Not it's not people that like like you're saying like Nia's kind of left out, which is what we heard with AEW is kind of not is a feature, not a bug. Is they get to rotate people out. So right now the stars are going to be Jamie and Britt and Soraya and um, Tony and Willow and all the people who are the biggest part are the biggest stars on that roster and they are all getting more stuff than they were months ago which up until Royal Rumble we couldn't the same could not have been said for the women in WWE Ex with the exception of NXT NXT's women division has been doing great this whole time Rose-colored glasses. <laughs> uh, and, like, it's as unexpected to me as anybody that I'm trying to buy into this. And, again, it might be a fool's gate. At the, or it might be a fool's errand. At the end of this, like, where they were planting all these seeds was nothing. It was just Tony Khan throwing fucking trash for peop other people to collect, and he didn't even regard it at all. But I really hope that's not the case at this time. And I'll tell you this. If it is, and, like, they're laying these foundations with these people and we still get jack shit at the end of it, I'm done talking about AEW's women's division, whether it be on here, Basics Guide, I will disregard it completely. But think about, like, what could happen here. You could have Tony Thunder, what's it called, Ruby Riot turning, like I said, and then Thunder Rosa showing up, and, like, you thought that they had heat this whole time, but no, Thunder Rosa is a homegrown person. She's one of these champions. She's going to defend AEW against these assholes. Like, that's cool to me. That's you did point out some stuff that I forgot about. The it's just that I as sad as it is to say after giving this man praise at the beginning <laughs> is I don't trust him with this. Well, like he doesn't deserve he, praise on on this part of it at all. Uh, like. If you had, and I swear this is just funny, like if he would have picked up Mickey James to run this, like how they have her for for Impact and 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 uh, and NWA, uh, yeah, NWA, um, I would have more faith in this because she would see this through. But also, she would have been developing stories way before this yeah. to to have you emotionally attached to these to these wrestlers more the <sighs> i wish he would come out and say like i'm getting input from these people or i'm looking to input from these people because like they've asked him about maria canales there and she has her own women's promotion and it's great he could totally leverage her and it doesn't seem like he does utilize her and like why uh, yeah it's If that if that happens where we finally get invested in this and nothing pays off, that I will be fucking furious. Furious, not furious of the fact that goddamn it, fucking it's another thing with Brit, but also just for the fact that like the stars that I've actually cared for 
and still end up with nothing. Like, right. oh, like Sheeta, Rio, freaking oh, Athena, like, oh, yeah, like and she, I get it. She's, she's gonna be on the AEW side. They're gonna be all involved in here, I think. At least some of these people, and like, if they can bring in people like Athena and get them involved in here too, it it can be cool. Oh, here's the hoping, but <laughs> I also I really want to see Thunder Rosa. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, I know she's still hurt, but at this point, we'll see. I know she said she was hoping to come back this year, like in the in the first couple of months of this year. I think I don't. So I want it, to say February, but I might I might be wrong. In, so she's still injured. That's why she's still out. Yeah, that's that's the last okay. that we've heard. And so, I mean, if she is, whether she's still nursing that injury and it'll be up and ready for either blood and guts or some sort of new stadium stampede or some shit, like, I think it would just be cool. And for her to come back and join that faction for, even if for just that one night, set aside their differences for AEW versus the Outsiders, it can work. And it can really set this division up for for a while for a storyline. They've also been running a lot of women's matches on Dark. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of them, to be completely honest with you, way less than I should be, considering how a proponent of a of women's wrestling that I am. But there's uh-huh. a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, like that's what irritates me so much. Like you have these good matches on Dark, and you even, some even on Elevation. Like, yeah. and and I get it, you're giving them something to perform or whatever, but like. Give that time to them on the main shows, like, well, like we really talked. We we were get weekly time over like an Anna J, for instance. And like, you we were giving praise on the fact that, like, Rampage is good because it's like the sequel to get all the really good stuff that Dynamite couldn't do, and it and they've both been doing fantastic. But also, it's still not enough time for the women's division. Like, if I can't see. The Hangman and Moxley match this week, I wouldn't be disappointed just because it's Hangman Page and they push it next week and I get two more match- women's matches. I'd be happy with that. Or one and one and put it on Rampage. Like, you need to put them out there so instead of the audience being, oh, this is my break, they stay and pay attention and develop these characters and get the crowd more emotionally involved on a on a weekly basis and not just wait for the pay-per-views when like it's the people that like us that like pay attention to everything that's going on yeah. oh i don't know i just have like high hopes for this division but then also like bringing no, it back down to reality yeah like that's been the problem to this point and that's why like i I don't hold it against you, and, like, Liz, the same thing. She kind of laughed at me, like, expecting more and more from them. And I I, I do it all the time myself. Like, I, I'm seeing people, or I'll read people on Twitter, like, oh, what if they could do this, or they could do that? I'm like, I promise you, you've given it more thought than Tony Khan to this point. Like, maybe that's not the case now, but it has been historically, and I'm really just hopeful that that changes, because they, it looks like it is. Um, like, even if you need to, like, Tony, it... I I I bet you fucking Impact would love to do like a three month stint of a cross promotion with the women's division, for the, the women from AEW go to Impact, boost their numbers, 
and the women from Impact come to freaking AEW and boost numbers, and that way create a storyline that people are engaged across two promotions and and show you that the women can be a draw for your promotion. Because I know the women are a draw for Impact, but you got he probably needs to prove it to him. Sure as shit, it's a, a draw for WWE, and it's always been a draw. And NXT, that they have, like, that's where they all came from in the first place. Like, that's where you got to watch it. Like, it seems like he just can't put one and one to equal two with this. And, like, right now he's, like, at one and 1. 1.5 and, like, like 0. 0.5 to get there. Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> I don't know what we got percentage or points, but... Points. I don't know why you're bringing all this analytics in here, homie. That's not... <laughs> Leave it in the football fields. Uh, Jesus, AWS. Yeah, I mean, that's just the case I wanted to pitch to, to both my podcast co-hosts at this point and now I have. Um, anything else that you want to talk about that we've missed the last couple of weeks? Jungle Hook, baby. Ooh. Yeah, they're cool. I like them a lot. You know, they, they kind of remind me of, uh, uh, I forgot their name, but when it was Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle together, oh, the Broserweights. Broserweights, yeah. Yeah, that's what they remind me of. I was like, Jungle Hook! Yeah, yeah, just two, like, entirely different cool guys, differently cool yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, when they, uh, they were here, and I think Hook was wrestling. Yeah, that was when Hook did the... The suplex on uh, Big Cassidy or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, gee. Um, that was cool. And, like, the the response that Jungle Boy got there, I was really surprised. He was he was a big fan favorite that night. That's cool. Oh, yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. We got, we got Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah. Which is awesome that they're starting to do their pay-per-views outside of the country because they go back to to London again this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then they go back I think to it's Saudi Money in the Bank. Too. Yeah. <laughs> For the next five years or some shit. Um, um, yeah, man. I can't wait. Oh. Yeah, so we will be watching Wrestling Live soon together. Yep. And hopefully, now that your teams have been eliminated, just to rub salt in there oh, geez, for you, thanks. Uh, we can continue re- uh, recording every week. But we got some Royal Rumble fallout on our next podcast, probably, once we find out what happens on SmackDown. And then, yeah, whatever else happens on Dynamite. Um, Yeah, we talked about the, the championship matches, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, we'll see you in a week. Another episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye.